This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC. Today is Monday, August 1st, 2022, and my friend and co-host Avi and I both really got, both got a chance to see Top Gun 2 Maverick, the long-awaited sequel, 36 years in the making. We both got to recently see at different movie theaters at different days and time separately, but I wanted to have a movie discussion. We did do a discussion um, not too long ago about the original first movie back in May, May 25th, if you want to ch- catch, that, catch that out. And please go uh, download and play Minority Report from June because the Minority Report episode doesn't have that many download plays yet, but um, we're going to be talking about Top Gun 2 Maverick, um, theatrical sequel, now in theaters, or or what what have you. Uh, Avi, what do you, what, how did you feel after getting out of Top Gun 2 Maverick? What were your thoughts, first first thoughts and opinions about it? Uh, even though the, the, the scene by scene is very, all the same, almost the same, but except that, that now that like, uh, now that, that Maverick has become old enough to become a tutor for the next part, next part but Beginning, it might be a, like a like a it might be very awesome. Like uh, the one about yes, test 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 drive the test flight the the one experiment of space flights about going out of the atmosphere. Like, oh yes, the um the space flight atmosphere part you're talking about was actually pretty much very close to the beginning. It was like part of the opening. Yeah, it's just like the opening. I thought yeah, it was a good opening for that space part you're talking about. That was like what 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 he, what he was doing in the very beginning, like that. But before he did that space stuff, we both noted that before the movie officially started, Tom Cruise, the man, welcomed all the audience, movie theater people, back to the theater and gave us a warm welcome back to this movie as Tom Cruise. Yeah. God. Yeah. 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 The movie was supposed to um, come out originally two or three years ago, in either 2019 or 2020. But we all know why they waited, and I'm glad he waited to get it theatrically this way. And then before he did the warm welcome, we got um, for any Mission Impossible fans, we got to see the Mission Impossible Seven Dead Reckoning Part One teaser trailer, which I thought was very outstanding. How that was. Yeah. Even I saw a preview of the Dead Reckoning of Mission Impossible. We need to be now see that what, what becomes our first, uh, the, yeah, 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 the one who's uh, the, the, in the first, since the first movie, Mission Impossible, the one who's that uh, man on tape, uh, the first uh, commander, the first commander that uh, uh, Friday coming back, you know, the, the, the Canadian actor, Henry Cerny or something. Oh, the name you just mentioned was in the original first movie in 1996. Yeah, 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 that guy. That was a um, uh, a character guy. The name you're mentioning. Um, for anybody not don't want to get too spoilery here, but there was a character from the first movie. There was a character from the first movie that was shown in her in the first teaser trailer. I don't know how big or small his part's gonna be, but I like how this part seven is gonna connect that guy back from part one and see how part one and seven compare on how the story and everything goes. Uh, you no, know, every Mission Impossible movie is they replace uh, the 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 commander like from Anthony Hopkins. Yes. Well, they usually they usually the plan is to have a different one of those in every in every movie and um and what you and the one after Alec Baldwin would be the um Angela Angela Bassett. She, Angela Bassett, Angela Bassett, um, um, she, he, she um went after Alec Baldwin and I believe she has some part in Seven now. 
I think she might be in seven, but she might she might be in seven. But that guy from the first movie is definitely back uh, in some form, and it's interesting to see how he plays back in the seventh movie on how the story and plot all goes. Um, but not to get too sidetracked from Mission Impossible, which is a preview they showed us. Uh, back to the movie itself, Top Gun 2 Maverick. We first mentioned that space scene that he did of the flying in the beginning. What else stood out to you in the movie? Well, sometimes I said that. We have a new, new tra- from new trainers about it looks like uh, one person named Hangman is like a uh, next uh, Iceman, you know, like uh, the paint pain the ass of the, the students about. The oh, movie. right, right. He was bit, he was bit mostly a pain in the ass until towards the end, yeah. And also, and sometimes like, uh, and also we have another training about it's, like a defining moment. Is like her name is Phoenix. Like uh, sometimes like Phoenix, uh, she looks like a Michelle Rodriguez type, you know, like as Phoenix, of, Phoenix. Wait a what was the name? Phoenix? What was the name? Her, 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 her. Oh, her character name. Lieutenant Natasha Phoenix Trace. We're played by actress Monica Barbaro. Barbaro. Yeah, Phoenix was... Natasha Phoenix Trace was the character name. The actress's name is Monica Barbaro. Right, okay. Yeah, she was born... She was born the same year as you, a month before, in 1989. So, whenever I saw her on screen, I'm just like, oh, she's uh, pretty beautiful looking. She looks like a Michelle Rodriguez daughter. A little bit, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Oh, and the hangman, the hangman character guy was played by actor Glenn Powell, who was, like you said, an ass for most of it until by the end he kind of like was less ashes by the end. But yeah. yeah, so those are two of the young, young cadet characters. And then you mentioned how Tom Cruise was like, um, you used the word, um, uh, what was the word you just used? The T word? Uh, how did you do? I would call him more like an instructor, but you used um, a different T word. A tutor. A tutor. More like, you said tutor, I say instructor. I guess they both could mean the same thing. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, sometimes, like, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, also about, like, uh, and also, uh, it's also experience. It's said the volleyball scene. Like yeah, they did. Yeah, to make it to make it a little to make it a little bit different, they didn't make it a football scene. Well, that was the first the first one the first movie seemed too homosexual about that, but um. But uh, the uh, they've made a yeah, football scene instead. And what I read about the trivia about that is that Tom Cruise made them take that the football scene. They had to film it multiple times, so Tom Cruise liked to take the hat of it. So they did not get it within the first few takes of that football scene. Yeah. Now this also has uh, um. Let me see. What's his name? Uh, I want to say I gotta look up because it's not in the main part of the cast here. There was a guy that's been in a lot of movies. I think he was in another Tom Cruise movie a long time ago. He's. I think his name is Ed something. Let me see the exact the command. The Ed, Harris. Ed, Ed Harris. yeah Ed Harris. Ed Harris was in this. Who Ed Harris has been in a lot of movies and um he uh he was also in another Top Gun. Another Tom Cruise movie a long time ago. I got I forget which one it is. I have to look that up. But um, yeah, he he played that char- you know that higher character. Um, and also for anybody. The firm. He plays in the, Ed Harris and Tom Cruise works together since the firm. That was it. That's the movie I saw on TV recently. Yes, The Firm. The Firm was playing recently on TV on one of my movie stations. And as I watched bits and pieces, bits and pieces of the scenes of 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 The Firm while I was on one of my movie stations, you're right. He was there, and that's how. 
they were, I guess, I don't know if they had any scenes together, but they're both in that same movie, The Firm, at, at different parts. But yes, you're right. Thank you for naming the movie, because I know I saw bits and parts of The Firm on the movie station recently on one of my movie stations, and he's they're both in the movie, but don't know if they had any scenes together. Um, it also has, for people that like uh, Mad Men and some other movies, we got, for people like, uh, for the women, they like, yeah, John Hamm. John Hamm. I thought, um, then, um... John I, Hamm looks like a character that you want the buzz at the tower. Say, yeah, yeah, the tower, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right, with coffee, yeah. And, um, I, I really like, let's talk about when we got to the one part of the movie. Um, what did you, how did you feel when, um, Val Kilmer got to be in his cameo, the cameo scene with, uh, Tom Cruise, their scene together? What did you think of Val Kilmer? It's very, it's very saddening about, but it has, it was real life, Yes, he definitely in real life has the throat cancer. But I like that, even though he has the throat cancer in real life, he and the he Val Kilmer and the people that were making the movie were able to have that touching little cameo scene for him to be in there for those two, two, three minutes with Tom Cruise in their little scene together. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes like uh, it's like I thought it'd be like old rivalries, but then it's just like old rivalries and like. From the bitter beginning, but yeah, it looks like a, but like the way that the way they did their scene together was very like very. It was really a really nice way of how they got that scene of Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer together in the one scene there in this little part of the sequel. Um, now, in the first movie, Penny Benjamin was mentioned, and now in this second movie, it's she's played by Jennifer Connelly, who is I like as an actress, and uh, she, I think I like the scenes between him and her together, and then uh, Miles. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, some kind of like a two eighty two two stars from the eighties like got finally like come back for the first time on screen together. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you mean like with Tom Cruise and her both being in different movies in the eighties? Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, Tom Cruise in the Top Gun eighty six, uh, Jennifer Connelly in Labyrinth in eighty six also. Mm hmm. A separate film. Yeah. Yeah, that's you know, true. Also, you know, like I said, remember I said about the Aladdin about like. Uh, Film yeah, you said um, you said that in the original in the original you said that um, in the original animated Aladdin, the Jasmine part was based partly off Jennifer Jennifer Connelly. Yeah, and, and Aladdin is based on the, from the Tom Cruise. Design. Right, right. So it's interesting the animated what it's based on. They both got to work together finally now in this Top Gun two sequel. Yeah, yeah that's nice. Like, something real life. Yeah. Like and also about uh, uh, one thing also uh, what are you going to say about that? what's next about you know like about the very ending about so see, team up with the, the son of Goose Booster that's what I was going to yeah that was the next character I was going to mention after her is uh, Miles Teller plays uh, Bradley Rooster Ro Bradley Rooster Bradshaw who is supposed to be the son of Goose from the original movie what did you make of Michael Teller's My Michael Teller as Rooster as his character uh, uh, well sometimes like uh, it's like uh, sometimes like uh, as almost like overachieving but uh, he needs to do a, 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 a success of his father but Tom Cruise worried about the, the, doesn't want the repeat what history repeats itself. right they didn't want the history to repeat themselves so towards the end during the climax when um when um when 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 one of the characters got shot down uh, I don't know if it was, I don't know if both Tom Cruise or Miles both got shot down, however it all happened, but like, they both got shot down, they were in like enemy territory, and they were trying to find a way to get back out of that and were able to both survive, so, um, the movie did really well at the box office, a lot of people went to go see this, um, everything is like, it's being fun to say, be safety back in the theaters about what could happen, like, uh, 
everything that we wait for is all coming back. That's the that's the hope that it stays that way. Yeah, I mean, uh, hopefully yeah, nobody. Like, yeah, it's like uh, you want to re- revive like uh, all the adult about like uh, uh, something like a delayed project that's like we, we, or maybe mostly like the all the military macho boys want to go in. Yeah, well, what I like about this movie is. That Tom Cruise made sure after 2019 that it wouldn't go straight to Paramount um, Video or TV or whatever that is, and instead made sure to have theatrical. Plus. Plus. Yes, I'm sorry, rather thank you. Paramount's the name for it. Yes, then to, to not go direct to Paramount Plus, but instead be a theatrical release. So I like he that people listen to him on that, and that uh, he got a lot of the uh, money back from how well the movie did theatrically. And I, I would say that. Paramount should see that it did so well that I know I know Miles Teller had mentioned in an article that Miles Teller was trying to ask Tom Cruise possibly since this did, did so well that the maybe one day we'll get a Top Top Gun three. Yeah, because even though sometimes like uh, it's been about age lim- age limits about the or so oh, hey uh, but even it was good to have a Jerry Bruckheimer back on the. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Sure. No. Um. Yeah. Um. Jerry. Jerry Bruckheimer, the le- the legendary Hollywood pro- uh, producer of movies, as you had mentioned, uh, many of the movies he was uh, produced before. He's been in the. He's been uh, making movies for Hollywood the past thirty uh, some years in many different projects that you mentioned, and um, I believe he. What's that? But you know, 2010. It's about the decades of 2010. He didn't get much success. About like. Uh, oh well. Like yeah. Person, uh, Lone Ranger. I mean, they're all. They're not. You know, they're not all going to be a huge success. Some are going to be kind of a down like from this, it. But uh, Top Gun, Top Gun Two, his comeback. You know? Yeah, it's a comeback for this movie to do well compared to those. But what I was going to say was. Um, he did mention recently somewhere that for I know you mentioned you like the little series franchise National Treasure National Treasure I read an article online recently the past month or two that said that he did say that there's going to be a National Treasure 3 at some point or, or TV series. Or, or the TV series, series, but I think there was going to be a third movie, possibly as well. Sometimes uh, it could be a streaming series on Disney. Oh Plus. yeah, that see that's the thing. You mentioned the word streaming right there. See, I I don't want movie I don't want movie theaters to go away, and 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 the, and the um streaming almost messes up a lot of movie theater type things. So I'm hoping that when we make it to the decade of the 2030s, that hopefully in the 2030s we'll still have movie theaters uh, even cause even with streaming. Uh, I find out. I always check online called DVD release dates. About I find out for the first time some of the series that originally to be streaming about the it's gonna be end up be first time be be available on DVD. Like uh, well, most most people don't watch DVDs anymore. It's either um digital download or something on a download online or something. It go, it went past Blu-rays as well. So I mean I, the problem is is that. The, the, the studios don't really put on bonus special features anymore. So, and that's really what I liked Blue, Blue, uh, DVDs, DVDs and Blu-rays to do with special features. So with all these damn digital downloads and stuff, it really sucks that they're not putting more special features slash bonus features on these things. But. Well, the Beatles Get Back is now available on DVD about from the, from Disney Plus to full length. What is it called? Say it again. The Beatles. Oh, back. I like the Beatles, so I mean, it's got to be healthy to go with the Beatles. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's by him. Okay. Yeah. Another now another big thing I want to mention about this movie when people got you, me, and a lot of other people got to see it was that Tom Cruise always wanted to do things for real and stuff. Made sure that all their aerial like flying scenes were yeah, done yeah. practically and for real and not in any type of fake way. Okay. And you could tell you could tell by the actor and actress's faces. That they really were doing it for real. Yeah, 
even also like uh, sometimes like uh, no simulation, just like uh, training about to know about. Even it's like the, the train, the train, the trainer is very hard to know how to, to get to the target. But top, curve, top, 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 yeah, Maverick is very so superior. To yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now they didn't because of political correct reasons. They didn't want to name exactly who the exact enemy was, but we could assume it's one of the ones that were that the United States is not friendly with, possibly Russia or some similar type Russia type thing or something along those lines. I did like similar to how he had that space thing in the beginning. I like also when the movie officially beginning started that they played the Danger Zone song again. I like they played Danger Zone right at the beginning with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked. I also liked that it showed the um, rooster character, the boy, the saw son of the guy from the first movie, was also like during the his opening scene was also playing the uh, piano at the bar party. Yeah, for Great Balls of Fire. Yeah, yeah, yes. The Great Balls of Fire showed us as a song as well. And I also want to say, before opening up trivia, while still on the IMDb main page of it, it says, The World War II P-51 Mustang seen in the movie is actually Tom Cruise's own airplane. Cruise is an, is an accomplished pilot in real life. How about that? Of course, only Tom Cruise. I like to think of him as only um, one of the last few real uh, stars that's still left of, for entertaining people as a real last star of that sort of thing. But yeah, like we said, Ed Harris is in this, and they, like you said, they, they didn't. I don't know if they had any scenes together, but they were both in the movie um, The Firm from the early '90s, respectfully. Which that movie seemed pretty interesting from the scenes I saw. And like I said, it was really great when they showed Val Kilmer in that one scene together. It was a very touching scene. Um, what other scene? We already we mentioned the space scene in the beginning. We mentioned the uh, football. We mentioned the football was replaced to the to the volleyball. We mentioned a bit about the climax. Did any any other scenes in the movie when you first saw it uh, stand out to you that we haven't yet already mentioned? Well, sometimes uh, like uh, have, uh, we haven't seen about like uh, I'm kind of this about that. Sometimes uh, there's uh, there's not much uh, other tracks of the of the 80s music except that you know, you're in another day, but what's playing on radio is that uh, even the ending about like uh, they have Lady Gaga music. Well, yeah, the Lady Gaga was the first song right right before as the movie ended. Uh, the soundtrack, real quick, of the songs goes like this: Danger Zone, your da Danger Zone, then your Cheating Heart, then Less Dance by David Bowie, since David Bowie was in that same movie with her earlier in '86. Bang a Gong, Get It On, Tramp, Slow Ride. Hold on, I guess he what's after Slow Ride. They, right after Slow Ride, like you said, was Great Great Balls of Fire, which was performed by Miles Teller, and that's first scene of his. Great Balls of Fire, performed by Mike Teller, Miles Teller. D Won't Get Fooled Again, I Ain't Worried, Viper Comes Down on Mav, Taps, Hold My, and uh, Taps, and then right after Taps is Hold My Hand, which was that first Lady Gaga song they played at the beginning of the end credits. Uh, even the end credits, basically, just like the first one, they list all the actors about what character they played. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did show the characters like that, yeah. And like I said, this movie did so well, this second movie. A lot of people enjoyed it. They got a lot out of it. Oh, one more thing I want to mention when they when everybody enjoyed it, I got to make note this to you and everybody, is that... I can safely say after seeing this whole entire movie that it was not woke like a lot of cra recent Hollywood movies are. Tom Cruise and Jerry Bruckheimer made sure that this movie in no way, shape, or form is woke. People can go into this not worrying about the woke stuff being an issue. Did you also notice that it wasn't woke? Uh, 
Uh, I don't think it's, it yeah, I don't, it wasn't. That's the thing. That's a good thing. It wasn't woke, which people don't want to see all these woke movies of how that ruin, how that changes things. So we could safely say that it wasn't a woke movie. It was the, it was the. Well, I don't, I don't want to say anti woke, but it, it didn't, didn't really have any woke elements to bother people. So that was good to not be woke. Uh, let me see. Um, the thing about Val Kilmer. Oh, Oh yes, during one yeah, that's true. During one part of the end credits, yes, they did uh, mention uh, they did mention Tony Scott at one point of the end credits. Good point there also. Again, a little thing between Val Kilmer and Tom Cruise. It says for the trivia, it says Val Kilmer told Entertainment Weekly that it was like no time had passed when he was on set with Tom Cruise again, and it was fun too. We blew a lot of takes laughing so much. The sixty-year-old stated it was really fun and special. So yeah, I like that part about Val Kilmer when he said that about getting back to Tom Cruise. How they did that, even though again with the throat cancer. And I guess Tom, uh, uh, their direct original director. Tony Scott is mentioned in one part in the end credits. Let's see, according according to Miles Teller, the cast got to choose their own call signs. He chose Rooster because it was in the same family as Goose. And okay, G, yeah, they did the real they did the real G Force training shots for real. I'm just I'm just going through all some of this to see if you see anything on the page on IMDb. Let me know as well if you want to mention the audience anything. Let's see. Let's see what else is here. Yeah, you're right. The film is dedicated to the memory of original Top Gun 86 director Tony Scott, who was in the process of developing a version of the sequel prior to his passing away. All right. Let's see what else we got. All right. Yeah, the, the that that um that volleyball in the first movie was a bit um gayish, but um yeah the this the the way they do an homage to it with the um football like you said the football Tom Cruise made all the actors shoot that many times till they got it right. Yeah, and also about like uh, sometimes like uh, also we still miss, miss, oh, I forgot we still miss the most of, like, uh, Oh, that's cool. That's really neat. And she mentioned that reminds me when you mentioned the climax that we just said there. Um, it, I think that Tom Cruise and all that are making the movie that for the end climax they were trying to do like an homage to the ending of Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. On the way the whole other uh, jet, their their flying things were trying to do similar to the ending of A New Hope. Uh, as far as the climax is, what was supposed to be like similar. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. Yeah, all of that. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. It also says in regards to Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer that they are the only Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer are the only actors to reprise their roles from the original movie. So I thought that was interesting too. Yeah, this movie it wasn't woke. It was very fun, very enjoyable, high energy, not woke. People could just go in and just enjoy, like, America and, you know, the military in a way that was just very, like, something we don't get much anymore with these kind of movies. Yeah. Even though also that's kind of movie about how they, uh, even I like about how they avoid the la you know, laser-sighted uh, missiles when they... Right, yeah, missiles. Uh, 
Oh, well, missile the flares, so. yeah. Oh, well, that's good with the missile. Okay, that's good. Like, missiles. The, the, the first way she used the flares, but they, they avoid, they avoid mm -hmm. missiles. Okay, all right, that's interesting. Um, okay, now Tom Cruise has this strange habit of having someone or something na named Bob in most of his movies for the past 20 years or so. That was another trivia, so that was interesting. But yeah, like originally, like you said, they were trying to get it go directly go to Paramount Plus, uh, which I guess is a Paramount platform for home stuff. But I'm glad they decided for a summer 2022 to go theatrical, I, and I and people went to go see it theatrical and got a lot out of uh, enjoyment and stuff out of it. So that was good. Uh, that's why I give it like a big, biggest A ratings about the, the everything. But even though Harry, Harry did, uh, I gotta tell you something. Harry did take me to the, my brother Harry did take me to the, see Top Gun Maverick. Uh, turns out he get, he's getting tired of it, of the Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise movies. Wait, wait, wait. You're saying that he got, he, you saw it by yourself because he was getting tired of all the Tom Cruise movies? He's originally was a fan in the beginning, but. Right, I I get that. I mean, you know, Tom Cruise isn't for everybody, but I, I really like that actor a lot, but he's not for everybody, so I get that. At the assistance at the insistence of Miles Teller, he learned how to play Great Balls of Fire on the piano himself without a double. He studied music when he was younger and still dabbles in it. Oh great, so he actually did that for real without a double. That's very interesting. All right. Now you just mentioned that you would give it an A. I would also give it an A. I think most, well, not everybody, but a lot of people would give it an A. Um, it was definitely like for coming out 36 years later, it was definitely a sequel that um, could have been a lot worse or bad than it, than it was. But actually, I think people, I would say, a lot of people would say A uh, for me, uh, for us to rate, it, to rate it that way, definitely A level. And I would say, a level letter grade and definitely like four out of four stars four out of four stars and a letter grade an a for a lot of people really 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 this is what people needed to see after the nonsense of so many other movies recently and like this just did uh really got people just to enjoy a, a movie without having to worry about the world again like everyone wants to uh, be back on the flight again to, to be to, to experience like uh, like everything uh, uh, I forgot what I say about it. even uh, if I find like everything I like to be like back in a training didn't they show some kind of training montages in different parts of the movie or so well, sometimes about even though when they, even though when they, when the trainees almost tried to try this best uh, to hit the target, but then Tom Cruise all by himself to prove it about how the how you know how the people tried. Oh, okay. Well, I, I know they showed they were trying to show parts yeah, of the movie. Yeah, oh yeah, I liked about the scene about the about inclination about how they tried to hit the climb up. You know, yeah. The, uh, before they go. Okay. Oh yeah. So the inclination was probably part of a training scene then. Um, this I hope it's, hope it's a very accurate way about how you do the flight about the, for the mission. Yeah. Well, I, I like that during a lot of the movie, they were showing the training and the mission of what they all had to do towards the end. It was, it was building up all towards that, which is what I liked about it. This is actually, this is actually Tom Cruise's very first film to earn $1 billion at the box office. This was Tom Cruise's first movie to earn a billion dollars. And in 2010, 
Christopher McQuarrie, who helps him with the Mission Impossible movies as director, originally wrote Maverick as a minor character, minor character, and it got a billion dollars. Uh, I, you, you mentioned Jerry Bruckheimer. It had some trivia of Jerry Bruckheimer being uh, named close to something about with Don Don Sil- Don Simpson. Um, yeah, just, Don yeah. Right yeah, 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 because the director did, but... All the sequels, like, uh, they want to be made, like, the sequels of the, the Bad Boys 2 and 3, but they still, they still give Don Simpson the credits, so Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, it's show, still showing the credits, yeah, that's nice. I'm still waiting patiently for a Bad Boys 4. So, so hopefully, no, no, but he did the he did the apology tour and the different apologies. So he'll try to get back up there again. But yeah, he with he'll he'll try to abort, he'll do all kinds of well, probably like another apology tour with uh with um uh, what's her name uh, uh Oprah Oprah and that kind of stuff. And he'll get back up again. And we'll see him back in our uh, Bad Boys Four rising up from that. And uh, this is John Hamm we mentioned earlier. John Hamm accepted his role in the film without reading the script. I love when actors are so confident in wanting to be in a movie that they'll sign up without reading the script. Right, so I'm saying Penny Benjamin was briefly mentioned in the first original movie, and then we got to see her now in the second movie, beautifully, beautifully played by Jennifer Connelly. Yeah, they kind of really didn't go around talking about the original woman. That's right. They didn't really mention her. Uh, but I'm really glad they brought back that cameo, touching cameo with Val Kilmer. Um, this is actually the second film since the C-19 beer bug pandemic that grossed over $1 billion, $1 billion worldwide after Spider-Man No Way Home. Interesting. All right, I'm just looking through the end of this credit, under this trivia, what else there is. Oh, uh, but you gave it an A. Uh, uh, let's see. Kenny Lodgins did a re-record of Danger Zone for the film, but Tom Cruise insisted that they use the original. So, yeah, like, when that movie first started, it had the original Danger Zone, then you had that whole space-like thing that he did that you mentioned where the, the other uh, people up high were trying to uh, fire him and exit him for. Then he became the um, tutor-slash-instructor for these younger students and who he had to, you know, train throughout the movie. You mentioned, um... Uh, it said Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, comma Val Kilmer, comma Jennifer Connelly. All three names all appeared in 1980s mystical fantasy adventure movies. They are respectfully Le- Legend 85, Willow 8- Willow 88, and Labyrinth 86. Wow. Okay. Great. Any Tom Cruise celebrated his 60th birthday. Tom Cruise celebrated his 60th birthday while this film was still on theatrical release. And we mentioned earlier, it said, like I said, Tom, we, uh, Tom Cruise and Ed Harris also appear together in the film The, Thir- Fir- the Firm from 1993. I love all these connections with trivia about all this kind of stuff. It's really, um, they always add new trivia to, to all these pages of movies. It's really um, something else. Now, you said you, 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 once, you saw this by yourself, right? Yeah, I saw it. How many people? How many people were in the theater outside of you? Uh, uh, approximately. Uh, only like three. Only like three other. Three or four other people inside that movie. Uh, only three, three other people, like, uh, 
Because you really haven't had the movie because it's a weekdays. Because oh right, weekdays. Okay. Because yeah. my parents like that day because it's uh because it is hard to get to go for the weekend movie theater with us when people are crowded together. Oh, okay, yeah. So it was during the weekdays when it was like less crowded is what you're saying. Yeah. The only pilot to crash. The only pilot to crash during training was Phoenix, who's that pretty girl we mentioned earlier, named after a mythical bird who also rises from its own fairy ashes. She then proceeds to fly in the final mission. Yeah, that was in the um, spoiler trivia section, but I'm sure anybody who wanted to see this movie by now have already seen this movie before August. Um, alright. Alright, and then a barrel roll was performed at the very end of both Top Gun movies. Yeah, I think it did. I think, I think, uh, Miles Teller is gonna try to press Tom Cruise to at some point make a third movie, but it's ultimately probably up to, uh, well, I mean, I mean, I guess Paramount could do a Top Gun 3 without, without Tom Cruise, but I don't think it would do as well if Tom, if Tom Cruise wasn't in it. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so that was our thoughts and opinions about how we saw the theatrical Top Gun 2 Maverick. Um, and, Again, catch us talking about Minority Report back in June because the um, Minority Report movie needs more downloads. But we're about to close this one out soon and we're going to publish this and we are going to then directly following. We're going to talk finally. I can't wait. Finally now, I'm going to get to hear Avi's thoughts and opinions about everything he feels about the comedy The 40-Year-Old Virgin from 2005 so we will see you in the 40 year old virgin coming up next and until then support your local movie theater and everybody this has been avi and millennial man motions entertainment oh wait every okay we go to the movie theater everybody dance and have a good time one more time everybody dance and have a good time this is Avi and Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC, signing out to the 40-year-old virgin. Stay on the line. We're doing this movie next. Alright, so we're finished? No, I'm publishing this. I'm ending this re recording right now. Finish, and now we're going to go directly into the 40-year-old virgin. Alright. Okay.